But also when you look at the likes of Black Leopards, remember they survived relegation just by a whisker last season. Now, end the year second from bottom, having won just once and drawn twice in their, what, for their five points from eight outings. Uh, their coach now, Dylan Kerr, will be well aware of the work that his team needs to do in the new year to try and steer clear of that relegation place that keeps coming back and back and back to Black Leopards. He joins me now to take us through what's uh, currently going through uh, his mind, Coach Dylan Kerr. The Black Leopards coach, good evening and welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. Good evening, Robert, and good evening to the viewers, or your listeners, sorry. And it's a pleasure to speak to you, as always. Yeah, thank you for taking our call. I know that at times when the load is slightly heavy, people run away. They don't want to engage, they don't want to talk until something positive happens. And I know that you are an all-weather type of person, whether good or bad, you're always willing to uh, give us your time. And I do appreciate that, Dylan. Do know that. Yeah, I do appreciate that, that you call me as well. But, you know, the fans, you know, the, the supporters that listen to the show, you know, they, they deserve the respect to, 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 to listen to coaches. And you just mentioned there that Dan is very hurt. And you said H-U-R-T, but you've got to do it with a capital H, capital U, capital R, and a capital T with an, uh, an exclamation mark at the end of it because, you know, he's, 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 he's probably disappointed. I've been I've been that just recently, you know, with, with my with my case uh, with the other club, and you know it does hurt. It hurts a lot, especially when you know that you've done nothing wrong, you know, and, and circumstances uh, prevail, and you know you've just got to, you know, move on and you know keep smiling, and you know I'm sure Dan is at home now wondering where he went wrong and what he did wrong. You know, I'm I'm still. I'm still puzzled by you know where I went wrong, but mm. you know it's it's it seems to be the the norm in, in in South African football that you know if the results are not coming then you know the the, the blame lies solely at the coach, which as as uh, the 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 guy was saying there is you know it's the coach that takes responsibility it's his head on the block, and you know that that's the way it is in football unfortunately. Everywhere else in the world, you know, people are given time and, you know, the opportunity to, to bring their own brand. And, and if it doesn't work, then obviously it, it has to change. But in, in this country, it seems, you know, that the, the, the owners are very, very happy to, you know, point the fingers and, and lay solely the blame at the coach. And, and I know that you touched on your previous employee and you mentioned how hurt you were. So you understand exactly what Dan Dance is going through right now. And when they flipped you with some flimsy letter of suspension, you know, for disrespecting the technical team, and which went on and on and on, it dragged on and on and on. And in the end, you were obviously given the boot for that. Did, do you look back at that and say, is this worth the fight legally? Or do you just dust yourself off and say, okay, I'm Dylan Kerr, I'm going to pick myself up and I'll prove myself? No, I'll do that. But legally, it's worth the fight and I'm going to take it all the way, you know, because it's got to stop. You know, they, they do it with players. You know, it's, they give contracts to players for one, two, three years and then within three months, if they're not playing, you know, they just get rid of them and, and it's got to stop. You know, at the end of the day, it's got to stop. You know, it's, it's not fair on the players. You know, you offer a contract to a player for three years. You know that contract's you know uh, 
binding, you know, but it seems that, you know, all we can just, uh, you know, you're non-performance uh, and, and, and they just get rid of you. Yeah, and and it and it, and it doesn't it doesn't help the player. It doesn't help the player's confidence uh, because he never knows whether he's going to stay or if, if the, the coach likes him or management likes him. And and, it, and it's got to change. Uh, what happened to me? Um, obviously, I'm still keeping it private uh, because we're still going through the legal process. But you know, I, I've, I've never I've never come across anything so blatantly obvious that you know I was not wanted. You know, for for whatever reason, and you know, it's it's I'm under pressure now. You know, like you said, you know, we, I've got five points in my first five games, and uh, when I first came to Black Leopards, I had ten points in my first five games, and when I came to the other team, I had six points in in my first five games. Uh, but in then days, you know, back in the day, then you know, the 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 league was tougher, the the expectations were higher, and and I just I just joined mid season. As I've just joined now, you know, kind of at the beginning of the season, with three games gone, and to try and uh, stamp your uh, profile and your philosophy, and it takes time. And within the last five games, we've we've done very very well. We've we've come up to a level that the players are, are enjoying it. The 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 staff are enjoying it. There's a there's an atmosphere now of of people turning up for players turning up for training and, and, and wanting to train and wanting to go home with a smile on the face and coming back the next day with that same smile on the face. And unfortunately, as as, as he said, it, it is results-based. And um, I'm always under pressure. Every game I'm under pressure. It's not just one game you win, one game you lose, one game you draw, one game you win. Every single game you're under pressure because the chairman's expectations are, are, are so high uh, they they don't understand the, the the difficulty that you have as a coach and as a person when you come into a club that it's not your team it's not you haven't brought those players you haven't you haven't identified uh, the squad you've got you've just inherited them and you've got to try and find the best role the best team the best starting eleven the best subs that can change the game if things are not quite happening and that's something that I'm finding I'm having to do now in the league season compared to if I'd have had a pre-season where you've got the opportunity to, to make mistakes and, and and identify the strong players, the weak players, the ones that can come off a bench and change the game. As yesterday's game you know, culminated, uh, Joseph Maslongo, who was a Black Leopards player, uh, came off the bench and scored the winner. Um, you know, that, that's things you need to you know find out in pre-season, but when you join... Uh, either mid-season, whenever you join, you know you, you, you're inheriting other other people's players, and you have to try and find out as quickly as possible, you know, which are the best starting eleven to get your results. And my dilemma is, I've got 30 players in my squad that are all capable of that, and picking the 11, you think it's going to do the job, and we have done that in the five games that I've been in charge. We've done the job so well. But we've 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 thrown it away. We threw it away against Kaiser Chiefs. Sorry, we threw it away against Kaiser Chiefs. Um, we threw it away against TTM and yesterday against Morocco Swallows. We've we've taken the league, and for some weird reason, which I can't explain, you know whether it's a mentality thing, whether it's a it's 
um, a surprise to to the players that now Black Leopards are not one nil down. They're now one nil up and two nil up, and we're not managing mm-hmm. the game, you know, uh, to, to to what we should do. So, you know, there, there's loads of things that that come into into place in all this, and you know, it's up to me. I'm employed to to figure that out, and you know, sometimes it's it, it's tougher than what everybody thinks. But do you think you'd be able to go back and try and figure that out? Because ultimately, like you say, it's your responsibility, Dylan, but you can always go back to the game uh, that uh, Black Leopards played against uh, Maritzburg United. Yeah, sure, Maritzburg are struggling themselves. That's why they find themselves with uh, another coach uh, in Ernest Bidendo. But that day when Ramagalela scored a goal and then you were also dominating in certain areas, and the passing game was that much more better. And there were just so many things that were a bit more solid in that match. Do you find that if you had to go back then, take out some of the positive principles that you gained from that match, and then try and reintroduce them to the team, to the squad in general, and also work on that mentality and the psyche? Well, of course you do, but at the time, you're watching the game, you're watching 11 players, you're not watching the TV screen Mm. where you just see the midfield uh, or the strikers or the defenders you're actually what you're concentrating on 11 players and what you see on the touchline is players performance players attitude players character um is it working uh, is it is it is it hindering uh my team and you have to make a decision on what you see at the time and you know against Maritzburg yes uh, Ramagella came on great goal great goal great cross from Penji we played Bloemfontein Celtic, a rearranged game. So the, the, mm. the preparation, you know, we, we, we didn't do the right preparation for the game. Uh, and we had to play at night. And it's always difficult at Bloemfontein. And usually Black Leopards go to Bloemfontein and lose 2-3-4-0. Uh, we lost 1-0. And we lost through a, a mistake from, a, from, from an attacking uh, position. And we got punished on a quick road... Um, uh, transition, and we didn't defend it right, and, and, and we lost the game one nil. But we kept going. There was there was promise. I could see potential in what I got, especially when I brought the substitutes on. It, it kind of we never stopped. We, that's one thing about Let Leopards. We never stop. And then the Kaiser Chiefs game, we should have been final up at half time. You know, Ramagella's goal was never offside, but unfortunately it, it was ruled offside. Then in the second half to kill the game. Uh, Karuru had a chance one-on-one. His second touch was horrendous. Uh, it gave Cooney the opportunity to, to make the save. 3-0, the game's dead. Mm. And as I said to him at half-time, we, we, we get the next goal, we've won the game. If we don't, then we've got to make sure that we manage the game and don't concede. And I said to them at half-time, this is the areas we're going to concede. If we give possession away in the midfield or from a free kick and, uh, or a corner. And... You know, we, we, the first goal, we lost possession right in the middle of the midfield. And four minutes to go, we didn't deal with the corner and we got punished. But it's a, it's a good point away from home at Kaiser Chiefs, but it's, it's two points lost for me, my chairman, and for my players. And the disappointment in the dressing room, you know, was still felt for the next game that we played against TTM. You know oh, for sure, because th- th- that's why it's exactly that point, again, uh, Coach, that I'm saying that to to lose or you look at that game as a draw but to you as a coach you see it as a, a loss because you you were there you score as early as the 12th minute and then you got two goals in 22 minutes 
And for you to then give it away in the critical stage of the match when you always warn players what to do, and you could tell from your expression that I saw on the box that it's almost like, yeah, but I told you guys exactly what's going to happen. It's happened. You've opened the way for Matoa and he's converted. So that disappointment comes through and you play against the very vulnerable Chiefs. But if I don't do that, if I don't do the... If I don't do the pedantic football analysis that I do, I mean, remember, it's only me doing the analysis. I haven't got uh, what Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates and Mamalodi Sundowns and Supersport have got. I haven't got an, an amazing amount of staff yes. that can help with fitness, that can help with diet and nutrition, can, a sports scientist. You know, I haven't got a video analysis. I've got nothing like that. I do that. And I'm actually proud of that I do it because it... it, it represents me it's 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 down to me if i get it wrong if i get it wrong if if we concede a free kick or a corner or we lose position in 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 the middle of the park and and i don't address that to my players then i i'm a bad coach because i'm not doing my job mm. you know so mm. whether whether the mentality of players is to you know to 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 accept it and think well hang on you know this is where I am in the middle of the park. Let me not lose possession, you know. And 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 we 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 try a cheap flick instead of holding the ball, and then they score. Then I've done my job. I've told them not to do that. But are the players clever enough to to understand that? You know, against TTM, Robert, we we went over the free kick that TTM scored against Amazulu. Mm. You know, we knew Manzini. Would, would, he's not David Beckham. He's not Lionel Messi. He's not going to bend it in the top corner. He's going to hit it with power. He's going to hit it with 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 pace, and and he's going to try and hit it through the wall. And you know we go through it. And, and I said to the players in the technical meeting the night before, is the keeper at fault, Amazulu, or is it the wall at fault? Now there's eight players in the wall for Amazulu, and the keepers cut the angle down for the for the the, the, the on the far post where the wall's lined up. And yet, it still goes in on the bottom-hand side of the keeper where he's covered. So we cover that. And yet, when we play the game, you know, we have five in the wall. You know, I'm screaming, you know, to my goalkeeper coach and, 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 and on the bench, you know, when we've not got enough people in that wall. But I've got to trust my goalkeeper because my goalkeeper's the one responsible for that, for that wall. And we had four at the time and then Jima came into the wall and he's done exactly the same thing. For, unluckily for us, it, it, it hit Jima, so he's got a little deflection. He's take the ball. He's took uh, Mendes away from it. But we've gone through it. We've not gone through it once. We've not gone through it twice. We've gone through it three times. And on the day of the game, I actually take pictures of the free kick and put them on the dressing room wall and make sure that the players understand this is where the ball's going to go. This is where the corner's going to come in. This is the player's run. By the way, I'm giving you a lot. I'm giving. I'm giving away all my. Uh, that's uh, all the analysis. All my, all my technical uh, technical analysis to all all the coaches that are listening. <laughs> but that's but that's something that I've got to cover. Yeah. I've got to cover. And since I've come to, to to Black Leopards, we've we've conceded one goal from a free kick and one goal from a corner, and we've defended as a unit. My back five, and that means my defensive four and my goalkeeper have dealt with everything that's been thrown at us from Bloemfontein Celtic who are very, very good at set pieces. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs that only, you know, Gavin Gavin Hunt's very, very well known for set pieces from his days at Supersport and at Vinvest Fitz and the same TTM and the same against uh, 
Morocco swallows. You know, but you know, you've got. You've, I'm, I'm trying to build a culture with these players to to to, to get out of this bottom three um, position that Black Leopards are always known for. You know, and to start to to build them. You know, uh, a, a better legacy for for my chairman, Mr. Tidiella. You know, who's who's angry with me at the moment. You know, and he's got every right to be because we've thrown, basically, we've thrown nine points away. Um, if I'm honest. We've thrown nine points away because we've lead we, we we've leaded three games, but we've not met, we've not game managed the game management has, has has not happened on the field, you know. And sometimes, you know, you're going to make mistakes with substitutes. You, you're going to make mistakes with personnel, but you're trying to find that balance in 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 such a short space of time. Five games in four weeks since I've been here, you know, you've not got much time to work on things. And when I did have a week off to work on things before the Kaiser Chiefs game, we sorted my defence. We sorted my midfield. We sorted my my uh, very sparse attacking uh, combination because Anas wasn't available. So I had Karuru and I had Ramagela. That's the only two options I had as striker. So, yes, I'm disappointed and my chairman's angry and, and the fans are disappointed. But I've got to be honest and, and say, well, we're building... But how how much time have I got to build? And a lot of the onus comes to the coach, but also the players have got to take responsibility because they're the ones that are playing the game and they're the ones that should be doing what the coach is asking them to do. And when they don't, the players are not to blame. It comes back to the coach. Absolutely, and that's why when when you say maybe overanalyzing, I look at it differently. I see it as an important piece of information to say you've done your work. And a lot of these clubs that are struggling, and you chat to the coaches, and they'll tell you how much work they've done. And when the game starts, then it's over to you, the players. What are you doing to play your part in the game? Because you've given the analysis, and and that's where I also find it extremely crazy. And maybe that's where I find you know things like. Um, what is this, the, the relegation playoff and, and so on, I find that to be a, a big joke. I find it to be a joke because there you are, you've been Black Leopards, you've been struggling, but you're back in relegation, and then you win all of your games. All, what, four or five of those games, you win all of them. Win, win, win. You play against Chakuma, you beat them 2-1. You play Cape Town Spurs, you beat them 2-0. You play against Chakuma 3-1, Cape Town Spurs 1-0 again. And then you survive and you get to carry on. But when you get to carry on, but then you can't carry on with that winning streak that you've just had in the playoffs. And that is why I always say that process is a complete waste of time. Let let, let me wind up the conversation with what you've just said about the chairman being angry and what that means. And, And we know people that are very trigger-happy at times. We know what it is that can happen, and we're seeing it happen. It started with Dan Dance, and we've seen it happen with many other coaches so far this season. We're not much into the season. Do you then, Dylan, start to get worried about your job because he's angry, because those results he's expecting are not forthcoming, or are you able to reason with him football-wise to allow a little bit more time for you to establish yourself and get the results that it needs. Well, look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that my chairman's angry at me because he keeps me on my toes. You know, I'd rather have an angry chairman than a happy chairman because then you get, 
you know, you get a laxadaisical and then you take things for granted. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, you... you, you <laughs> You you you've got you've got a job to do, and that's why you're hired, and, and you're hired to do that job. And and if you can do it the best that you believe in, then you know it's going to be a success. But when when it when it comes down to, you know, chairman, you know, it, it's, it's his club. You know, I respect my chairman. I respect my chairman at the other club. Mm-hmm. I respected my chairman at the other club more than anything because of his vision and his ambition. You know, but. You know, it, 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 it was very, very difficult, you know, because I was always, you know, it, it wasn't good enough, whatever I tried to do. And, and, and when I did it my way, we was winning and, and, and we, we, we were going places. And then obviously things happened that, you know, in another place that it, it didn't work. And again, it come down to the coach, you know, and, and, and my chairman, you know, when he phoned me, you know, it, it didn't take me two minutes to to, to want to come back to Black Leopards. I didn't think, oof, you know, I've been there and, you know, and, and, and I wanted to come back and, and help him, and I'm going to help him, you know, and, until he thinks that I can't help him. I'm going to try and help him and my squad and the players that I've inherited to try and change their mentality to become a top eight team, to become a top four team, and maybe in two years' time to become number one and number two in South Africa, because they can do that. I've seen it. I work with it every day. Let me give you an example, Robert. Without you know, I, I know the time's short. Sure. In training, in training, I see a different breed of player to that when we go into the football field. I see energy, enthusiasm, atmosphere, camaraderie. You know, togetherness. You know, then we, when you know the last three games. We've we've had that to a certain point, and then all of a sudden, you know, it, it, it's changed. The mentality's changed. You know, players have, have not got that uh, energy. They've not got that enthusiasm. They've got not that, they've not got that togetherness. Now, any coach in the world, and Arsen, uh, not Arsen Wenger, sorry, um, the Arsenal coach, no, Arteta, mm. he, he's, he's he's got that problem. No, Pep Guardiola has got that problem. He's trying to find the best team to play for, for to, to win games, you know. But they've had years to do that, and I've had five games, and and I'm 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 trying to find my best eleven that are going to win me games, and the people that are on the bench are going to come on and win me games, and the players that are in the squad are going to be knocking on my door and asking why I'm not playing instead of accepting it. You know, they accept that, oh, you know, I'm not playing, I'm not in the squad. They accept it. I want fighters, I want people to go and give my chairman what he's giving them in salaries. Give them something back. Give him something back. You know, because at the end of the day, he's employed them to do a job for Black Leopards, and he's done it since they've been in the PSL. And they've always frittered in that relegation area. Yeah. And and that's got to change. You know, and no matter what coach you get in, it, it comes, it, at the end of the day, it comes down to the player's mentality of, hey, yes, you're right, coach. Yes, we don't want to be in this position. So do something about it, Robert. Do something about it. And it, again, like we started at the start of the show, it always comes back on the coach. It always comes back on the coach because it's our heads on the block. We only pick the teams that we think that can p- perform on that day 
and we know can get a result. And unless, unless, we've not conceded a good goal against us, right? It's always come from our mistake. Joseph Maslongo's goal, what a goal. I mean, mm. you, you know, it, it was a great strike. But we lost great possession strike. in midfield. Mm. We lost possession in midfield. One long pass, cut inside, goal. Had we not lost possession in midfield, which we never do in training, and, and, and when we train, it's as competitive as a league game. You know, nobody wants to lose. So what, what, what's the difference? You know, why take a touch when you can play it first time? Why play it first time when you can take a touch? You know, we've made mistakes against Gouventin Celtic, against mm-hmm. Kaiser Chiefs, against TTM, and against Morocco Swallows. We've made mistakes, and we've got punished from them. And the top teams make mistakes in the top leagues. You're going to get beaten by Morocco Swallows, who are now joint top with Mamelodi Sundowns. But what I did, what I didn't like yesterday was comparing the atmosphere of both teams. My team's atmosphere, and I don't know why, was was different to the one in training the day before. And Morocco Swallows, their atmosphere was a lot better. So. Again, is it my fault that when I'm playing, my my attitude changed? We don't follow instructions. We don't do what the coach wants to do. We don't play the way the coach has asked us to play. That mm-hmm. we do every single day, you know. And 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 at the end of the day, it's 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 down to me, and I'll take full responsibility for it because I'm the coach. We should be chatting football every day. I like the analysis. I like the openness. I certainly enjoy your honesty, Dylan Kerr, and I've I've learned so much just from this chat. You know, just reminded now to look at my watch because we've gone over the time. But it, that that's what it is. We, we've got to understand the coaches, and that's why we decided today. Let's also chat to the coaches that are under pressure right now. Uh, that might be having an axe falling upon them in the same way that uh, we've just seen with uh, Dan Dan Smalisella that we've seen with you. You don't want to make it twice and in already a little fraction of a season that's gone by. And we want to do better. We want to understand mentally what is going on. Good luck with your game against um, uh, Golden Arrows um, in the new year. Good luck against Stellenbosch, Pirates, Cape Town City. You know, So you've got the hot and the cold of, of games. And well, the like sundowns will start creeping in. Like I said, to, at the end of the day, to my players, we've, got, we've now got 22 games. Yeah, that's a lot of points. And why? Why can't you want to win every game? It's a difficult league, this PSL. It's very mm. difficult because there's not there's not much difference between each team. You know, Ernest has come back and 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 he's he's struggling to get a formation to pick the right team. Davin has come to Chiefs. He's struggling with his transfer embargo and he's struggling to get his, his, his right team. You know, um, the, the chipper coach, he's, he's got a good squad, but, you know, has he got the right mentality from the players? You know, we, we, we've all got, we're all in that same boat, but hand on heart, I actually like my players. I think we've got good players, but trying to get men- mentally into their heads to try and make them winners and not just ex- ex- accept the the, 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 the the footballers that they're employed by the club. Mm. You know, why not take Black Leopards to the next level? My chairman called me over this morning. He says, Coach, I'm bleeding. I said, I'm glad you're bleeding because I'm, I'm, I've, no, I've got no blood in me because I'm as upset as you is with the result yesterday. We're at home. 
was playing against Morocco's followers who were second in the league. You know, it's, it's, it, 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 the mentality has got to be better, bigger and stronger to win these games. And we're proving it by the starts of every game. 70 minutes at Chiefs, we're on top. 60, 69 minutes against TTM, we're on top. For 27 minutes against Morocco Swallows, we're on top. And then all of a sudden, that mentality changes. Why? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm asking the question to the players. Why? And when they come back from the Christmas break and we have to perform now um, on two big games against Golden Arrows and then Stellenbosch both away, I, I'm asking the question, why? What changes? Are we together? Are we, are, we, are, we, are we pointing fingers? Are we making excuses? Because, like I say, you know, the, the, the tactics are there. The formation was right. The, the personnel was right. You know, even though I had to change things because it wasn't working in the final 20 minutes of the first half, I thought we lost the shape and we conceded a goal because of it. And fortunately, I've got a very, very good keeper that Coach Nseki needs to keep an eye on for Bafana Bafana. Uh, and you know he keeps us in the game, and then the second half they have two attempts at goal. One is the bar, one is uh, one one wonder goal. You know, and I'm thinking, well, we've gone through this. Don't let Joseph Maslongo, ex Black Leopards player, come inside on his right foot because he will he will he will destroy and he will do exactly he will, what he, he did. Will kill us. And yeah. he did it. Just and quickly, he did it. coach, before I let you go. Yeah. I know there's a question and maybe a couple of voice notes that we might not get through all of them, but I just think it's good to note while you're on, but we can take the question um, and then we'll say goodbye to you because you talked about the Chipper United coach, Lichlan um, Olusiema, who's also going to be chatting to us in just a second. So let's take those very quickly and then we'll let coach Dylan Kerr go. Uh, good day there, Rob. Uh, I have a quick question, more especially with... Uh what Dylan Kerr just said about the mere fact that sometimes he doesn't have the necessary resources for him to uh, do what he needs to do. I always wanted to ask, like, uh, in terms of when it comes to his technical stuff, more especially when he said, like, uh, he doesn't have people that will help him out with the fitness, uh, doesn't have people maybe to help him out with the analysis. Uh, I think of the likes of Obo Rulani, uh, the so-called uh, technocrats. Do, do clubs genuinely like sometimes tend to, more especially clubs that don't have resources, uh, do they maybe invest in young technocrats that will help them out uh, to better their club? More especially if you're a chairman that has high requirements but you don't have the necessary tools to to do that so i wanted to find out do do clubs really invest in such kind of people because you will look at your maybe now don't make sense but you look at the likes of uh if you follow like on people on instagram you'll see people they have uh, certificates in high performances uh, uh coaching analysis and all those things the youngsters maybe still learning the game but do clubs invest in them or ask them out for help so that they can help the, the club so that maybe it's a two-way street. The club is benefiting and the youngster, the technocrat, is also benefiting. Do clubs do invest in such people or 
do they only think of the coach must always do that do they also try like bring the minimum resources to be like okay let's help him out where we can Right, very briefly, how do you answer that question in terms of uh, your technical staff and do clubs invest in such, from your experience? Well, I mean, you know, it's a good, it's a good question. And, uh, you know, for, for me, for me, I'm pedantic with my job. And, you know, if, if, if I give uh, the responsibility to uh, a young analysis that's come out of university that's never played the game, that's gone on a computer and can, you know, video clip everything, you know, he has to understand, you know, what the coach wants. Um, I'm, I'm very pedantic with you know how I do it, and, and I'm happy to do it. And I'm actually working with my assistant Morgan Moore, you know, to, to give him the, the, the experience of doing it. I'm going to give him the responsibility to do it. And I'm going to educate him to do it. So it, it, sometimes it comes down to resources. Can the club, you know, afford it? Do a club need it? You know, everybody, all these you know soccer players have got GPS, um, you know, to, to monitor. You know how they eat, how they sleep, how they 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 do day-to-day lifestyle things. You know everything's under a microscope. You know, and, and sometimes, you know that that's an hindrance because, you know, you, you're looking at data that actually doesn't represent what's happening on the field of play. Um, you know, I would you know I would love to have an analysis and a fitness coach. You know, at my club, if I thought it was necessary. If I thought that the, the person doing it is on the same level as I am, and you know, the, there's a very, very successful coach in Africa that that's got analysis. He's got three analysis actually. They've all come from university, never kicked a football, but they've all got um, and sorry, two video analysis and two sports scientists, and they've all got a, a, an opinion on how the game should be played and 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 what that coach should be doing. But they've never played a game of football. They've never. They've just come out of university. They don't understand the game. Yet this mm. coach has won seven titles and four cup competitions, and 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 that's the way football's gone at the moment. You know, it, it's all about everything's about technology. Everything's about science. Football, football. It's what eleven people do on the football field when they put that jersey on. Are they going to go out and win the game? Are they going to go out and listen to the coach? Are they going to go out and perform the way that they perform and play in training? Are they going to copy that? And if they do do that, then they'll never lose a game. That's what happened at Leeds United when I played. That's what happened at Arcadia Shepherds when I played at Leeds at Reading Football Club, at Kilmarnock Football Club. We had a mentality. We didn't have we didn't have GPS. We didn't have sports scientists. We didn't have medical officers. We didn't have video analysis. We went out there put the jersey on, and we made sure that we didn't lose that game. And if we lost, we lost because the other team were better. It wasn't because we made a mistake and we lost the game. Mm. So it, it, the game's still simple. The game's still the, chip, the, the same. But the mentality of it now is, oh, you need a sports scientist. Oh, you need a video analysis. Oh, you need a, a fitness coach. You know, a, a good coach can have all them tools. They can all have, have them tools, but they'll never win anything. Because at the end of the day, it comes down to the players that you pick, and the players are the ones that get you the results. But the coach, coach is I, always I, I, the one that, who gets the boots. Has the responsibility to do that, and you know, like I say, it's it, it's football, it's the game.
Yeah, absolutely, Coach. I, I, I thank you so much for your brutal honesty. I, I'm looking at social media, Twitter. Uh, people are, are very indebted to how you've gone about this conversation that we've had here today, and we are all that much wiser for it. All the best in your games. Have a super festive season. You too. Give my love to all the staff. Stay safe. And to everybody listening, please, let's get rid of this virus because it's killing, it's killing a lot of people. And we need to get rid of it so we can get on with our lives and people can start enjoying their lives and working and people are not dying. So please stay safe at this Christmas. Don't drink and drive, um, especially, obviously, over the, over the last couple of weeks. There's been not just football players, but many people down our roads. Please be responsible. In COVID and over the festive period, drink driving. You know, stop it. It's not worth it because you not only are you killing your Okay. All right. Phone dying there on the conversation. But thanks so much to Coach Dylan Kerr. Just sending out a festive season message there to everybody as well. So thank you so much indeed. We're quickly going to change tact. And for the remainder of the show, we chat to another coach.